Hi, this is Diva Cerebration, and today we're talking about whether being selfish is actually selfish, or is it self-care? So, um, self-care, you hear it all the time, or more accurately, you see it all over the uh, internet or in ads uh, for, you know, skincare products, bath bombs, yoga poses, you know, all of that. Self-care is more than just something commercialized or something that we use on social media. You know, self-care started out as a way to physically take care of yourself. And then it evolved into caring for your emotional well-being. And even more so, you know, healing of, uh, you know, for women, for people of color, uh, and, you know, stigmatized communities. That's where that word kind of came out more, is that people needed to have more self-care. So then why do we still feel that self-care is selfish in our society? Why do people still look at it that way? Maybe um, you called off for a dinner, you declined an invitation because your ex was going to be there or um, anything that you might do or, or you didn't want to go Thanksgiving dinner because there's a relative or a husband or a wife of a relative that's going to be there that was going to be make things stressful for the whole family and you just didn't want to be around that and they and you seem to be a target target for that person. you know it might make you feel guilty for being selfish because you said you didn't want to do those things. But is it really being selfish? You know, it doesn't matter uh, that you're emotionally and physically exhausted or that your mental health is suffering. That doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter that you might lie in bed awake thinking about how you should have done something different or better in some other way. Um, you know, say no to those feelings of failure, like you're an, uh, incompetent or unequipped to handle day-to-day -day life. Say no to those. You know, uh, if staying in helps you to prioritize yourself and it gives you the energy to heal, then that is self-care. That is not being selfish. You have to kind of redefine what the word selfish means and how it comes to mind in your head. You know, um, it sparks negativity. Uh, you know, um, we think it, as it, it, it look, we look at it as being self-centered, self-serving, self-involved. But is that really what people are being when they're practicing self-care? You know, um, it, it, it's instead, you know, it's a, it's good for all humankind who are around you if you are practicing self-care instead of not, you know, doing that. You know, we're taught that that is the preferential treatment is to, you know, take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves. But, you know, really aren't you better for everyone else if you're taking care of yourself first? You know, even though it's defined as being concerned with only your own personal pleasure and profit, and lacking consideration for others, you know, we still think of selfish being people at being people being selfish as times when we're simply putting ourselves first. Now, is that really what it is? I mean, you're just putting yourself first. You're just saying, hey, I need to take care of me right now. You know, we can't 
think of um, self-care as being black or white. You know, you're selfish if you're being this, and this is self-care, black or white. Um, you know, we're told, you know, when you get on the plane to, before you you take off for the flight, you're told to check your mask, check your emergency equipment, check everything around you to take care of yourself. That's self-care. Is that being selfish? No, that's not being selfish. You know, um, you're making sure that your scene is self, a uh, scene is safe, you know, before you can help anyone else who's hurt. You know, like when you're, you get in an accident, you know, uh, or the ambulance shows up, you know, they're going to tell you, take care of yourself. My job is to take care of the people who are injured. Make sure you're okay and you're not hurt. You know, no one would stand there and say, well, you're being selfish. No, <laughs> these are the things you're supposed to do. You know, like all things, there's kind of this spectrum that you have to look at. You know, sometimes the right thing is to be selfish. And just because someone defines something that you've done as selfish, like we were speaking of before, opting out of a party or, you know, just taking care of yourself, it doesn't mean that you have to define it in those terms. You know, you have to kind of change that way of thinking in your mind you know, and not beat yourself up because you think you're being selfish. Sometimes being selfish isn't a bad thing. There are times when being selfish is the right thing to do for you, your health, your well-being, and even everyone around you. You know, sometimes you have to walk away from things so that you can kind of take a few clicks down so that you're not taking things out on other people. There are times when taking care of yourself is necessary. Um, one of them could be you need help. You know, a lot of people won't ask for help when they need it. Uh, everyone needs help from time to time, and we often avoid asking for it or seeking it out. And whether you acknowledge it or not, sometimes asking for help can make you feel incompetent, weak, maybe needy, you know? Um, yeah, there's a lot of pride involved in not asking for help. And what do they say about pride? It comes before the fall. You know, if you're not, even if you're not asking for help, uh, it means that you're adding on, you know, unnecessary stress to yourself when you could reach out to somebody and get the help that you need. So by not asking or, or you're really just putting more stress on yourself, asking for help when you need it is important. You need to do it when, when you need it. It's really important to do that. Um, if the stress of work is getting to be too much or you need to ask a coworker or you need, if you're a boss, you need to learn. That's the most important thing about being a boss. You need to learn how to delegate tasks to people so that you don't have so much stress on yourself. You can't be that person that does everything, you know, and completes the whole project by yourself. That's why you have coworkers. They're supposed to be there to help you. Okay. If you need companionship, ask a friend to support you, you know, at a time when you need companionship. You know, if you need an unbiased outside voice, well, that might be the time you talk to a friend or it might be the time that you go get some counseling to figure out, you know, exactly what you need and 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 kind of bounce your ideas off of somebody who is unbiased. And the the other thing that you need to remember is when you know, when you're doing all this, when you're you're trying to kind of delegate and 
you know, you also have to remember that you need rest. You can't be there at work all the time, or you can't be at the church all the time, or any organization you're in, and always giving, 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 giving. That's not good for you. You need rest. You need downtime. You know, when you're feeling tired, your body's telling you something. Um, it could be physically, emotionally, or mentally, but you're worn out. It is time to rest. And sometimes you need to come down from what you've been doing just to sleep. So you got to take a break before you even go home to sleep. So you need to recognize, you know, you need to get off work at a certain time so that when you get home, you have some downtime before you get to sleep. Everybody's different. Some people take less time. Some people take more. It's not any judgment, but you have to do it. And there are a number of consequences when you don't get enough sleep. Um, You have trouble focusing. You can weaken your immune system. And uh, I I don't know if anyone else has had this, but your your memory gets a little blurry. Uh, You you start forgetting things. You, you, You start, you know, forgetting where you put your keys and things like that. You know, if you skip too much sleep, it can have a negative impact on your not just your physical well-being, your mental well-being, but also on your relationships. You're going to act out towards other people. And we often feel like we have to keep going and never stop. And, you know, sometimes sleep isn't at the top of our priority. And then we lash out at other people because we're tired. And that could be your coworkers as well, who you should be asking to help you. <laughs> But the fact is, uh, you know, everybody needs sleep. Everybody needs rest. It doesn't necessarily have to be sleep, but time off, you know. You know, if you've been working late and not getting enough sleep, it's time to find that work-life balance. You know, you need to uh, say to your coworkers, I can't be here. I have to leave by this time. I can't stay here any later than this. I need to go home and get sleep because it takes me that much time to get down, get to bed, get to sleep so that I can, you know, get up the next morning and come in here recharged. Or I need to go to the gym after work to kind of de-escalate before I go home and get rid of the stress before I go home to my family. You know, the next time... You choose to go home and sleep instead of grabbing drinks with friends or coworkers. That's okay. That's okay. Alone time is not bad. It's a good thing. And you might need just to go to bed sooner. I don't know. Or maybe you just want to spend one-on-one time with your wife or your girlfriend or your kids. Whatever. Or you just want to be alone. That's called not called being selfish. <laughs> That's the kind of selfish you want to be. It's self-care. You know. Yeah, resting doesn't always mean sleeping. Um, you know, sometimes your brain is feeling off balanced, or you might even have a health condition that'll flare up because you're not getting enough sleep. You know, if that's the case, and you're just running yourself into the ground, call in sick. Take a sick day from work. If they're running you into the ground at work and that won't give you a break, take a sick day. Take some time off and do not feel obligated to go home then and work all day. You know, do the laundry, do the dishes, clean the house. No, no. Stay at home, relax, lay in bed all day, read a book, you know, binge watch a show or just sleep all day if that's what you need. But, you know, if you're feeling fatigued and exhausted or in pain, it's time to get extra rest. And don't feel guilty about it. 
is rest is essential for your body to recover. I read something and I've heard something that in order for your body, like physically for your body to repair itself and your brain to repair itself, you need to sleep every night so that it kind of cleans and flushes everything out. Your brain needs to kind of reboot. Your body needs to reboot and kind of flush everything out so that you can be fresh the next day. And if you don't do that, it leads to disease. It it leads to problems. It leads to being foggy. So you kind of need that rest. And sometimes you just need to be alone. You know, some people, they may, you know, choose to stay home over going out somewhere. And that's usually like somebody who might be more introverted rather than extroverted. You know, extroverts, I'm an extrovert. And it energizes me to go out and go dancing and be around people and be at a party. But, you know, a lot of introverts, it drains them to be around people to kind of be giving that much. So if they choose not to go out and do something, that's okay. They're, that's self-care. You know, if that's where you're at in your mood, you know, don't feel selfish for wanting to be alone. We all need alone time sometimes, you know. And like I said, some people need more than others. You know, that you have to make that uh, distinction and there's no shame in saying, I just want to go home and be alone and be in a bath. You know, I want to let Calgon take me away. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, You know, especially if you've been going nonstop, you know, your mood may be a little bit out of whack. You might need to reevaluate your relationships, you know, and how you're dealing with them. Um, You know, maybe a good time to plan some alone time. You know, and if your boyfriend or your husband doesn't understand that, I mean, that's why people have she shacks. That's why people have man caves so they can go and be alone for a while and not have people around and kind of take take that downtime. You know, put it on your calendar. You know, here's my alone time. Here's where my social events are. You know, run a bath, unplug, have that time, that me time that most of us, I think, are craving in our lives. And, you know, then you also have to, if it's not work, you also have to look at your relationships. If people are insisting, hey, why do you want to be alone? Uh, why can't, why don't you want to be with me? You know, that's kind of needy. It's kind of, you know, people are taking from you instead of saying, oh, yeah, I get it. I understand if you need some alone time and respect your boundary, respect what you're saying to them and not get emotionally upset about it and let you have your alone time. Now, uh, people might get a little upset because you have you've been working too much or you've been spending too much time at work and now you're home and now you want to be alone. But, you know, people need to understand where you're coming from. And, you know, maybe it's not time for you to be in a relationship. If you're working that much and when you come home, you can't spend time with somebody. Maybe it's, it's okay to be alone. It's okay to be single. You don't have to be with somebody. If you can't take the time for somebody else, there's nothing wrong with that. It might be time to, you know, end that end a relationship. And kind of back out of it because you, you know, you've got a demanding job. Maybe you're in, uh, in medicine or maybe you're a lawyer or maybe you're in school and working and it's just not working out. Maybe it's not the right time. Or, you know, um, you know, maybe it's a job that's just, you know, taking too much time out of your personal life. And so now you can't have it a personal life. So you might want to quit that job. 
Or maybe you need to move to a new city because the city you're in is not giving you what you need uh, professionally and personally, or even nightlife wise to kind of blow off steam after work, whatever. You just don't like where you're living. If you feel bad when you interact with someone or dread encountering them, uh, it's time to rethink their relationship. If you feel bad about a job, you know, it's time to rethink, you know, if you're dreading going to work every day, what are you doing? You need to move on to another job. I mean, don't quit your job before you get another one, but you need to move on to another job. And sometimes we stay in relationships, uh, we stay in friendships, we stay at jobs because we're afraid of hurting someone or afraid of sollying our resume or whatever. But if you're waking up every day with stress just going in to work, that's not a good thing. And when it comes to relationships that are kind of damaging to you, sometimes you need to put yourself first. You know, it's not a self-sustaining thing to continue a relationship that's bad for you or a job or anything, especially one that's, you know, abusive or, or it's causing problems for you. You know, it no longer makes you happy. If something is affecting your well-being, it's time to move on. It's time to say goodbye. Um, you know, especially when the giving that you're giving is outweighing the take and that's with jobs or, or personal relationships. You know, if you're giving too much and in a relationship, uh, that includes a job, uh, you know, and you're not getting back what you're giving, then what's the point, you know? one life, baby, you know, (laughs) you got one life to live. Don't waste your time in a relationship or a job where the scales are tipped to someone else's favor and not yours. You know, if all you, all that's happening in a relationship or a job situation is, you know, they're taking and you're giving, you know, might be time to do something else. You know, the balance of give and take is important especially when you're living with someone but in a, and working with someone, you know, but when you're living with some, you know, if you find yourself doing more errands and chores when you get home than the other person does, and that's a roommate or a, a significant other, you know, well, they come home and they like kick up their feet and they don't do anything. And they use the excuse of I stand all day and you don't or anything like that. It's time to talk about that, you know, uh, relationship. You want to avoid any resentment or fatigue, you know, and, um, it's time to talk to them, you know, depending on the situation, you may choose to, to, you know, take a break to recharge, or you might want to cut them out of your life completely. You know, it's not selfish to prioritize yourself and your needs over someone else and how they're acting and how they're not giving, you know, um, if it's, if it's harming you, if it's causing you harm, you know, uh, you have to have, you know, again, relationships can be 60, 40, 70, 30, sometimes depending on what the person's going through. If there's a good excuse, that's another thing. But if it's always them making the excuse that they need to have you do more than, you know, that's not a good situation either. You know, if they're constantly, you know, making excuses for why they have to not give back as much. That's not a balanced relationship. And you need to find someone else that's going to give a little bit more. You know, um, to avoid burnout, 
you know, after work or in your personal life, you know, everyone is susceptible to like work exhaustion. You know, everyone can have that. And certain professions, particularly like I was mentioning before, that are exceptionally draining, especially when like, you know, a resident who's, you know, required to be there for 24 hours. I still don't understand why they do that. How can anybody be at a place for 24 hours? And, you know, I, I realize they're probably doing that so that when they're in emergency situations, they're prepared because sometimes they have to be there the whole time because there's, you know, they're doctors and they're going to be doctors someday and they have to stick around when there's, um, you know, trauma and, and emergencies happen where people keep coming in. Yeah. But, when you're, that's a special, that's a special situation. And again, and if you're in that kind of a profession, maybe it's time to uh, look at, you know, not being in a relationship. You know, when burnout occurs, it can hurt both you, your profession, your personal life, everything. So you have to kind of know what your balance is going to be. Now, one study points out that mental health professionals, you know, it's ethically imperative for them to practice self-care because they have people talking to them all day long about their problems. I can't even imagine some of the stuff mental health professionals must go through or what they must hear people say and uh, what that must do to you mentally, you know, and who are they going to talk to? They need to talk to someone too. So practicing self-care, maybe they need to have um, some counseling sessions during the week as well. You know, you just have to remember, though, when you clock out, you really clock out. That was something, um, you know, you got to turn off your work notifications. You got to snooze your emails, you know, deal with it tomorrow. I've always thought when a boss calls people when they're off the clock or technically not at work, I think that's wrong. You know, people need time to have shutdown time. They need to clock out and really be off the clock. And whatever it is can be handled the next day. You know, nothing is that pressing. Well, unless you're a doctor and you have to do an operation that's different, you know, when they get called and usually it's for a major emergency. But hopefully, you know, with most people, you know, you can, it's not going to be, you know, I have to do this today. You know, just snooze it. But, um, One of the things that my ex and I did when we owned the business is, you know, instead of, you know, I would feel guilty about us not going home and, you know, making dinner at home sometimes. We would go out quite often to this one restaurant. And I'm like, is this wrong? Are we spending too much money going out? You know, and it wasn't like alterly expensive, but it wasn't like going to McDonald's, you know. So, and he said to me, you know, we're working all day long and all weekend and we are, you know, uh, you know, doing work for larger businesses, other people. We're serving other people all week. And we're taking care of our employees. We're providing them with a job. We're making sure that we have work coming in. You know, you're constantly going out trying to find work. And we're making sure that we keep all this balanced here. When we get off work, it's not bad for us to want somebody to take care of us. Someone to serve us. And if we have to pay a little extra money for someone to do that, that's okay. He said, we enjoy being here. We enjoy the food. Uh, we were, we went there quite so often that we made friends with the waiters and the different people that work there. Uh, so much so when we saw them out, we, I, we kind of socialized with them. So, you know, um, we tipped well as, as well, but, um, 
you know, he, he made a good point. You know, it's okay to not go home and make dinner. It's okay for us to be here and to take care of ourselves and let somebody else wait on us and let somebody take care of us for the evening. Don't feel guilty about it, you know? So just remember that no matter what you do, make sure you have time uh, uh, to separate yourself from work. And that was the other thing that that did, you know, going to the restaurant, we kind of left the work where we both worked together and we decharged by going to that restaurant. We kind of went, okay, kind of drew a line. Okay. Work ended. Now we're going to kind of, you know, kind of come down off of that work. And then by the time we got home, the atmosphere was personal. So we were able to separate that work and personal life balance by doing that. So it was a great way for us to do that. So, you know, anything that you need, you know, create that work-life balance so that you help to avoid burning out and it'll bring more happiness into your personal life if you take that time. You know, take care of yourself. Don't neglect yourself and your health. Uh, and, you know, to avoid feeling like you're being selfish. You know, selfishness doesn't have to be bad. It can be a good thing. Instead of calling it selfishness, say I'm taking care of myself emotionally, mentally, and physically. And I, I I'm, you know, I want that to be something I do for myself. It's self-care. So kind of change the way you think of things in your head. When someone's saying that you're selfish, tell them, no, I'm taking self-care. I am taking care of myself. You know, many people who focus entirely on give, 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 you know, they end up overwhelmed and tired and stressed. And, you know, chronic stress has been linked to health risks, um, including conditions like diabetes, cancer, mental illness. You know, it, you're constantly giving. You can't take care of yourself. And you can reduce your stress by being a little selfish now and again and practicing some good old self-care, you know, uh, you know, try maybe try doing yoga poses, you know, to kind of come down from being from work to personal, um, practice mindfulness, you know, go outside. Sometimes, you know, when you leave work and you just go for a bike ride or go for a run or whatever, or just a walk with your dogs, that can kind of switch you out of that work to home life balance. And, you know, I used to, I take the dogs for a walk by myself and it's nice to be alone. I've gone on bike rides alone and it really clears your mind. So, you know, getting outside really does, you know, that's, I think that, you know, getting the in touch with nature, nurture kind of thing for us is good for us as humans. You know, take a bath, do the Calgon thing. Uh, when you get home, make, some tea that you like, you know, get better sleep, you know, practice a hobby that you like gardening, crafting, baking, you know, whatever you need to kind of bring you into life again, whatever you enjoy, that's okay. You like going to the opera, you like playing soccer, you like, you know, whatever you like, you know, and, and the other person in your life needs to understand that, you know, sometimes you might want to be alone. You might want to go and read a book. You might want to go to your man cave or, or, or your or, or your she shack, you know. And the person, other people in your life need to understand that you need that downtime. And but always explain to people. Don't you know? You know, 
And even if they still don't understand, at least you tried to tell them, you know, maybe after a while, they'll just get used to you, you know, taking care of yourself more and be a little less judgmental. Like I said, even at holidays, you know, if you don't want to go home and spend it with, you know, uh, the crazy family (laughs) that some people have, you know, maybe make a deal where you spend Thanksgiving by where where you want to go and then you Christmas you go with the family or vice versa or you know tell your parents that you'll come see them you just don't want to be around the group of people you know there's there's compromises that you can make and everything that you do and how you construct yourself in your life and but the the biggest point that I'm trying to make in this whole thing that I've been talking about is Selfish is a word that you shouldn't be using when you're really practicing self-care. And that if you're feeling like you're being selfish, you're not being selfish. You know, unless it's neglecting your children or your wife, and, you know, even sometimes then that you're not neglecting them. But unless it's doing something really horrible to somebody, that's being selfish, you know. But just knowing that you need some downtime or you're going to explode on your children and your wife or whatever, that's, that's mindfulness of who you are and what you need and where you need to be. So, you know, take that time for yourself, kind of bring yourself into a place where you're, you know, on a better balanced system and not feel bad about what you're doing for yourself. Set some boundaries for yourself and set some boundaries for the people in your life if you have to, but you have to take care of yourself. So continue with self-care, change that vocabulary you have from self, uh, selfish to self-care and try a few things and, you know, maybe message me and let me know how that goes. And until next time, this is Devious Celebration.